Welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg. I'm here with Emily. Hey, Emily. Hi, what's up? Uh, far less depressing episode of The Real Housewives this week. Yeah, it is far less depressing. I will say sometimes I bop through the comments of people and the general consensus is most people are very disappointed with the season so far. They think it's boring. Do we not think it's boring because we know we're doing a podcast? We find things because I don't think it's that boring. I think it's amazing. I'm a hundred percent over Catergate, but besides that, like for me, every episode there's something that really reels me in. Yeah, it was. We took Catergate one episode too far. Yes, it was. Should have died last episode. Um, but we did get Angie Harrington driving from her home in Provo. Uh-huh. to Sugar House Park, back to Provo Canyon to get to Soldier Hollow, back to Sugar House Park, back to Provo. To Provo. I don't know what shape that forms, but she drove quadruple the mileage she needed to. I don't... I need to know if they have drivers all the time so they can drink. I think that must be it. That must be it. Because, you know, because also, Mary, you don't listen to this, I believe... Like like for like, Mary, we'll listen to your Jesus podcast. If, if I could find it, Mary, podcast. where is it? Did yeah. you not send the feed in? Have you not submitted it to that, your Apple you podcast? Know that guy wasn't even recording. <laughs> he was just like, this is a flight of fancy. Like, this is one of those kid. Remember the kid tape players that had the microphone? That's what we gave Mary to record her podcast on. Yeah, that is. I will say Mary acting like. She lives more than 30 minutes from Soldier Hollow really PO'd me off. <laughs> like, it just really made me mad. And I'll tell you why, as a Utah, Mary, how dare you? We're known, one of the things Utah is known for, tourist-wise, you can bop into the airport and bop right up 20 minutes and you're good for snow. Yeah. And she's like, it's two hours. I'm like, this- It's not- She's really gone not. too. She's gone a step too far. <laughs> she begrudged the good name of Utah Airport proximity, and I'm over her. Um, also, this episode felt especially Utah. Yeah. Oh, right. When they go to Cecilia, whatever antique antique. That I've was been there. a block away from my old house. Fun, but you know when it's like, yeah. oh, these people are like they're just like they're us. in my sphere. I, there is a weird. I don't know why we we me. I don't know why I feel like I'm almost on the Real Housewives when they go. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah, like what if I had just been walking past right then? What that's if I was possible at that same Wendy's when Lisa was at that Wendy's? Like that's, that's a my real possibility. Wendy's. That's we share a Taco Bell, Lisa and I. You could be on there any second now. Any second. But that Sonic's gone now by you, right? I don't know that there was a Sonic. I'm new to the area. I don't know where it is. Hmm? I don't know where it is. <laughs> I don't think there's a <laughs> Sonic. It, there used I to think be. It used it's to be. a Dutch now Bros. Now it's a Dutch Bros, yeah. Which, which, really good hot chocolate, by the way. Wow, okay, great. I was about to say, I found my drink at Dutch Bros, and I'm ecstatic. Tell me about it, because Dutch Bros is kind of my new thing. Yeah, as it should be. I mean, I get sick every time because it's a lot of dairy, yeah, but I dairy. really love it. Um, I like to get the Christmas morning chai tea. Mm. It does taste like Christmas. I get it cold. I know it's hot. I should get it, but it's better cold, I think. Okay. And it's delicious. Okay. 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 It really does taste like Christmas. They, ha- I really am into, they have a good chai tea mix. Because I guess that's the kind of Mormon I am. A chai tea Mormon. A chai tea Mormon. You know the one. Sure. Check she's, out your chai tea friends. She's she's a California 
chai tea drinking kind of Mormon. <laughs> um, never yeah. green though, mom. Oh. Mom, <laughs> never green. <laughs> I was at dinner with my grandma and mom yesterday, and um, my grandma said, "I I listen to everything you you put oh, out." No. My mom was like, "Oh no." <laughs> Meg's grandma, that's sweet. My my nana likes to say, I don't understand any of the stories you post, but it makes me think you must be fun. And I'm like, I really that's appreciate this. That's support. the vibe. That's what we want. <laughs> you know what, Nana? I am fun. Never listen to this. Um, And also Market Street, which is where we find Jenny and Dewey. Yeah, I would love to eat with Jenny. She orders my speed. Do you like oysters? I can like oysters. I never order them, but when I have them, I like them. Here's the, I just feel like an oyster is a vehicle for the sauce. Well, yeah, of course, but I love sauce. Okay. So I just want to make sure I'm not misunderstanding. No, no, it's the sauce. One time I had a smoked oyster where they smoked it like on a, a Traeger, essentially, mm. and it was incredible. Okay. Very light sauce, mostly lemon, but she's always like ordering crab legs, which I get into. Yeah. I freaking love crab legs. They're a vessel for butter. Love uh, obviously, anything with a shell is a vessel for butter. Yeah, I love it. So, yeah, Jenny and Dewey are talking. Okay, I need to talk about social media with this. So last week after Jenny's story, which was awful, and then Dewey's sister-wife conversation, which apparently is serious. We're not moving past it. No, yeah, that's like real. That's it, it's really, really happening. Jenny's, I'm using quotation marks, niece posted on TikTok about how this is not a real story. She was like, this entire story is not like made up. This is not real. Like Jenny's actually an awful human. Like, like the, the loss of the daughter is made up? I guess I have to say yes, because she said the entire storyline is made up. She was like, this is or not the real story. Sister she did not separate the okay. two. She just was saying after that episode, she's like, this is not a real story. This is not real. This is not their life. That is not their storyline. Like, it's only for the drama. That's the only reason this is coming up. Apparently, she hates Jenny because she said, like, Jenny sued her parents, whatever. I don't know. But she's even acting like Jenny coming as a refugee is, is fake. But. I mean, the whole thing, she is like, this is not a real story. I would love to just say, everyone, take that with a grain of salt, because this TikTok is also full of her. <laughs> she never shows her boyfriend's face, but just talks about all the expensive gifts he gives her. <laughs> and she's always like, when you have a nine to five, but your boyfriend's a millionaire. <laughs> and then it's just like all these diamond rings. So I'm sort of like, you're hard for me to trust. Uh -huh. Yeah. But uh, I, have, I have something I, I to need to say. I, I love TikTok. Spend hours on it every week. It's my new drug. It's how it's my vice. It's my it's like the pleasure I allow myself. Maggie's you know? grandma. It's a it's a a psychological drug. Yes, TikTok is what the kids <laughs> are using now. I just I I like to think that I know better than to trust any of these people with facts. But I do. I still do. Is that what happens to you or no? Do I trust them? No. Do you buy it, though? No. Mm. Unless it's a joke, I'm swiping past. Oh, interesting. I'll get caught up. Will um, you? Well, my TikTok is fascinating. My For You page has gotten really, really interesting lately. 
So I got into Amish talk mm. and that really opened some doors for me. Okay. Um, which I would love a Royal Housewives of like wherever Pennsylvania to have some former Amish. That's how people probably feel about the Mormon, the Mormons and ours. Yeah. I, that's, I would love that. So I was talking with Lindsay today who writes the recaps for the Beehive and we were talking about Heather because Heather went on a podcast and was talking again about leaving would it be mormonism is it our podcast it was ours surprise here she is <laughs> welcome heather uh no and we were both like oh we're so bored however if this were another housewife leaving a religion we weren't familiar with i would be enthralled oh, like a hundred percent like if this was lisa rinna leaving judaism or i know she's not jewish but you know what i mean like jill zarin let's she's very sure yeah. or like one of them's leaving scientology no that, it would be fascinating like, i'd love course that story i would love it it's because it's a story so familiar to us I that we're that, like Mah, snore i think for the problem for I, I yeah yes and heather doesn't do a good job describing things that's what really infuriates mm-hmm. me like she this is your story great Give us the full page. But I feel like she does this thing where she pulls out sentences. And I don't, that's what I don't appreciate about Heather's story. Because I'm like, this is just a little inauthentic. Because I think that would be better to understand her as a person and why she's leaving Mormons and Mormonism and why she's not into it. Because I'm like, there's a lot of good reasons. The ones you give are not the actual reasons. Right. But they're easy to talk about on reality TV. And I wonder if that's her fault or the producers. I don't know, but I just am like... I know reality TV is fake. I get it, you guys. You don't need to DM me. I understand it's fake. I understand that Dewey and Jenny's story could be fake. Whatever. The vulnerability of real people's stories is why I love reality TV. And for me, Heather doesn't actually ever get vulnerable. Like, it is actually really hard to change a religion, especially when it's so cultural. It's very, very hard. And Heather just always is like, joke, 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 breeze, breeze, breeze. When I'm like... It's actually really difficult, and it's okay to say that. It's okay to not want to be Mormon and still be like, I miss parts of it. Like, all of that is okay to say. If a Scientologist said that, if Leah Remney came on and was like, I miss the camaraderie of Scientology, I'd be like, that's interesting. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Like, you know you're in a cult, but you still miss it. Like, that is a really interesting thing. So when I was recapping the episodes last year, Rachel, who's my editor, has transitioned out of the Mormon faith. And every week she'd be like, this woman should not be doing this. This is not a journey that you should take in the public eye. It's too much. It's hard. It's too, it's too raw. You should not be doing this in public and I wonder if we had Heather you and I were talking to Heather in a room and she knew we were familiar with Mormonism if we'd be getting a more interesting nuanced story than what we're getting on the show and if they're like this is a broad audience we need to talk in general strokes here yeah I guess I'm just like when Heather I just keep thinking about when Heather was talking to her daughters about it and they were like we still kind of want to go to church and she had that conversation I'm like this is a great complicated area yeah and talking about that is really refreshing yeah and so that's where I'm like it is not a journey where it's like here's an end and I'm done like it's a process I feel like the problem is we got Heather on the phase that she was in which is like I don't know how to phrase this nicely, pretty extreme. Mm. And she's not understanding there's actually a lot of gray areas and nuances. And I think she's getting there now. Like that conversation with her younger daughters was Mm -hmm. like, okay, there is more complications here. You talking about how you talk about SEX with your daughter. So you have to spell SEX. It's it's ingrained in all of us. Like it's fascinating and it's interesting and it's a little bit more authentic than just like 
my pioneer ancestors held up God and I held up a wine glass. Like, I mean, it's just more interesting. Just like sometimes she's so trite and I just yeah. want depth. So yeah. that's where I'm like, even if Dewey's storyline is fake about the sister wife, the fact that I just found out how many other sister wives and other cultures exist. Dewey went through that last night. He's like, this is not a Utah thing. This is yeah. not a Mormon thing. Like, this is a very normal thing in my culture and other cultures. I was like, that, thank you. Tell me more. Yeah, that's fascinating. I want to learn. I'm here to learn. You guys are my National Geographic and I need to learn. I think I'd enjoy this, that, getting that information more if Jenny was on board, but she's clearly not. And this is clearly very hard for her. And so it's very uncomfortable very. and I don't care for it. I don't like that it's a real conversation. I also am like, if Dewey, if this is fake, why in the world would this man pick this storyline? Because he's the most hated person in America. The most hated. I mean, it. But it's also at the same time, I don't hate him because I'm like, it's complicated. Like, that's his grandpa. That's your grandpa. That was his life. Do you know what I mean? Can I tell you why I hate him? Because his tie. That tie. What is happening with that He's got tie? terrible clothing taste. What, but what is that? A fat bottom? I, I don't in understand. The back of a skinny tie? I don't get it. Did it's he put double it on backward? His collar's thick, too. It's like layered. It's a weird it's look. It's like an optical illusion it, situation. It is that eye, that magic eye. I hate it. I do love, we got a new confessional like from Jenny last night, which is an orange dress with a high pony, and I looks love great. it. Looks great. She looks incredible in there. I'm very into that. I also was like, what are you wearing at Marcus Street? Because it was a sheer top that was bedazzled, like very Dolly Parton. But Meg, it had a zipper up the front. Like she zipped it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With like a col- like a thing that folded Damn. over like it was like a jumpsuit. She, it looks like she put on a sheer suit and then a jumpsuit over it. Yeah. Very interesting. Also, it was the it was the swankier part of Market Street, the yeah. oyster bar part yeah. of Market no, Street. No, yeah, they did Not it the right. one you go to with your grandparents and you all eat the boozy dessert and pretend that it's not the boozy dessert. Does your grandma who listened to this do that? Mm-hmm. She just called you out. I like to go to Market Street with my Nana and she always gets clam chowder. She just loves it. The clam chowder is good. The bread is good. Chowder. I do love that bread. I like their halibut with the potatoes. Don't get Those the rice. Potatoes. Get the potatoes. Those potatoes the are bomb. You're right about that. All right. Now we go to the strip mall, Italian, where you lived. Why Very is... close to where I lived. Make... They, they are the ones who do the uh, carbonara in, in the, the bowl. In the bowl. Um, I went there. It was good. I had some complaints, but mostly success. Here's my number one complaint. Why does Seth have to be so sexual? I, yeah. Why is that his storyline? Why is that? No. Why is that his identity? He's too old for it. He's too old. It's not charming. I was like, this man seems to forget on what thin ice he was last year. Yeah. Don't you sure remember does. your wife left you and you're coming in talking about Mother Nature's cleavage? The enabling by Meredith too. the smile and the giggles with these. They're objectively bad jokes. They're not good jokes. It's a, t- they're terrible. I just want to wake up and see Mother Nature's cleavage. I'm like, that is not a phrase. It's not a thing. Stop trying to make fetch happen, Seth. I just really don't like it. I don't like it either. I used to think it was kind of funny, but now it's, it's like, oh, much. this is your whole personality. It's his entire personality. Like Austin Powers loved it when you were 13 to have not matured <sighs> no, beyond thank that. thank you, sir. I also noticed this time for the first time, 
Meredith has this confessional look that's like a silver snake print dress. That's a really big opening on the chest. The one I hate. Why do her Why do her breasts look like a Ken doll? Exactly. They're that, shoved down. It's so weird. It's they giving her the them. weirdest shape. It's fascinating. If I'm paying that much for my boobs, like those things are going to be perky and out all the time. And I think usually, not to sexualize Meredith, she she got a great rack. Oh, yeah. She usually wears it a very good investment. well. And she looks good with it. Do you know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. I'm not going to name names, but someone else on the show has a bad breast job. It yes. makes her look 15 pounds heavier than she did before them. Yes. Meredith's look proportional. I know they're bigger than they probably would be, but they still look proportional for her. Yes. I think she does. And she wears them usually well. So that's why I, my mind cannot understand why she picked that silver that dress. That dress drives me crazy. I hate it. Someone talk to us. Um, drives me almost as crazy as Dewey's tie, if you can believe it. Wow. Dewey's tie for me, number one, awful. Just awful. I mean, yeah, that's still first place, but that dress is a close yeah, second. Yeah, it's a close second. You're right. And oh, then there's a Whitney there's confessional. Whitney's, Whitney's <laughs> like the roots, the yes. look that has the roots and then it's mm-hmm. ripped. I'm not here for it. Uh, I hate it too. And also the yellow eyeshadow with it. It's a lot. There's a lot happening. Yeah. Whitney's always kind of a lot. I did there. People love Whitney. You guys, if you go to her Instagram comments, but that day she wore the pants. I mean, everyone, every comment was like, why? (laughs) (laughs) And then someone said, I wouldn't have tagged those pants if I were you either. Cause she tagged every other part of her outfit. (laughs) And I was like, I feel so justified in my hate. Something else I hated was the Beauty Lab birthday party, and I'll tell you why. Because they served peanut butter to one-year-olds? Wow, didn't even think about that. My main complaint was it's their first birthday, and for some reason they're having a Jordan-themed party. Yeah, no explanation. Why would it not be an Air Force One-themed party (laughs) if it had to be sneaker-related? I don't, like, my brain could not handle that. And that they had wrapping paper made, it looked like bacon. I don't. I don't remember. I had to pause it because I was like, "Why do they have these shoes wrapped in bacon?" It was they had a print of Jordans. They're one. They don't wear. It's uh, if you want to have a Jordan themed party, you should be when you're turning twenty three. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. If I may, yes. Anyway, Mira, I will say Heather seems pretty fun though. She seems like a good time. No, she's fun. Angie shows up in a dynamite outfit. She looked amazing. She looks incredible. She. Yeah, that bow situation. The blazer the, the pad. It was sharp. Her mm. makeup was on point. She looked I don't good. like her confessional look with the bedazzled. I don't either because I don't think she looks the same. No, she looks uncomfortable in it. Yeah, which is, I'm like, usually I think they look their best in their confessional because like their faces cause, or whatever. Cause yeah. Well, not Meredith, but you know what I mean. Usually yeah. they're really like... Like, Whitney with her extensions and that yellow dress, I'm like, Whitney looks phenomenal. This is the best she'll look. Yeah. It's a chance to look the best you'll look because you get to get your hair and makeup done for one whole day, right? Angie looks better in real-time filming. I agree. Like, I'm like, you are you look a lot better than your confessional look. It's fine. I like that she went for it, but I do think she has the best outfits. Yeah. She Which really, you, her whole thing is fashion. She her whole Instagram. knocked it out of the park. I remember Fashion Fuse. Fendi, not Fashion Fuse printed. Um, <laughs> she looked awesome. I love a pattern on pattern. While we're talking about Angie, we need to talk about the Q and A she did on Instagram this week. Oh, no, I don't want to. It was so uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable, and she came for Lisa. 
She did. She Lots of people asked about Lisa, and she was like, we are no longer friends. She set me up. Yeah, she was I have not been over it. lied to. Also, she that? said she listens to Joe Rogan, and I'm, I'm having a hard time processing The reason, that. though, why is because he doesn't give a biased opinion, <laughs> is what she claims. She's sick of the propaganda. And listen, you want to listen to Joe Rogan? That's fine. I think he can be funny. I'm sure. not mad about it, but let's not pretend like he doesn't have an opinion. Sure. He was great on news radio. I loved Fear Factor. Fear Factor was a show and that you know was what? on TV. He was fun as the host, and I will stick by that. He's he got was. a lot of energy. He was. And that show, flash in a pan as it may have been, was a good time. He served a purpose, and I liked that. But don't pretend like he doesn't have a certain perspective. What kind of lasting trauma do you think the Fear Factor contestants live with now? I'm glad you brought this up because just today I was walking my dog and five feet away from me was a tarantula. Again? Again. They're, hun- they're hunting me. And it- I remember a fear factor when this basketball player, John Sally, he has a nickname Spider, had to put his hand in a cave where there were tarantulas. No, 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 no. no. And it flashes in my brain every single... I have seen a tarantula three times in my house. This year, twice, by the way. By the way, twice. I'm not okay, you guys. I live in a nightmare. Anyway, I always think about if John Sally can do it, I can do it. I walk past it. I you whim- did? I whimpered and I walked past it and then I saw some kids like a um, hundred feet away and I yelled, there's a tarantula over here. And then they came over and then I knew it stayed there because they were trying to catch it. Did they catch it? Yeah. And then they were like, can we have a Tupperware? And I was like, don't come by me or I will kill myself. And they didn't take that well. Do they scurry? Do tarantulas scurry? Do they scurry? Well, well, this one had big, I mean, they were very aggressive legs. I was, I... I'm not joking when I tell you I will not sleep tonight. I will have to take two anti-anxiety meds, which is great because then I'll sleep awesome. But whatever. I think about this all the time. Fear factor. I'm like, this is my fear factor. Except there's no Joe Rogan. Which makes it worse. Which makes it worse because he was likable. Whatever. Angie, you can have any opinions you want. That's fine. We're okay. Meg and I are not upset that you did not list our podcast as a podcast you like. I'm a little upset. That's not what this is about. We're a little upset, but that's not what this is about. What this is about is... You can't pretend like Joe Rogan doesn't have an opinion. Politically, you guys, he does. He has sponsors. We guys. all have opinions. We all have opinions. We all know what happened. She with gets Joe very Rogan. drunk at this party. She gets it's hilarious. She, she topples over. I liked it. Uh yeah, she was fun. I was into it. I did love when Jen was like, uh, that doesn't sound like Le- okay, so Whitney was getting mad. Like, I went on this double date when he was bragging about how she handled it. Which she did. She's not wrong about how Lisa set her up. And then they did a flashback of the caterers talking. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was so fake when he's right. They did set her up. Yeah. And then Jen was like, that doesn't sound like Lisa. And I was like, excuse me. Actually. That was like a a record scratch. This actually sounds exactly like Lisa. Quiet week from Jen. Quiet week. Sounds like she gets a little. I mean, we're building up to stuff. I think we're building up to stuff. Where do we land with the snowflake necklaces? I was wondering that thing, too. Were those handed out and we missed it? I hope so. I don't care about them. Um, Then we get more about Catergate. I'm just like, let's move on to the racism and felony, please. Please. Uh, Then they go sledding. I love that Whitney's wearing a freaking crop top to go sledding. Um, Bit of a dust up in the limo ride up. This is after Lisa 
who I hate to admit it, I think she's kind of cool sometimes. Oh, and yeah. It was kind of cool when she kept calling Angie invisible. I don't see her. She's invisible to me. I That energy, give it to me. I, I don't want to mess I'll with buy that. It. I want. I don't want to be that kind of friend, but I want to be that kind of person. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, with yeah. strangers, she does not care. No. She truly does. She truly seems like, I don't care at all about Angie. She's invisible to me. Do you know what else I loved was when she was explaining why she eats so much fast food? And it was because her mom was so healthy and ran a health food co-op. And now she's like, this is me being an adult. I can eat whatever I want. Yeah. like that Love that energy. Yeah, Love that. that. For me, that's going to a matinee. I can yeah. go see a movie in the middle of the day. No one tells me what to do. No one tells me what to do. I don't Except answer like to anyone my but my boss. boss. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get a dust up. Um, man, she is a lot of fun. Mary's so a lot of fun. The huh? claim, what was the claim Mary made? Mary had said, if you drink carbonated water, oh, yeah, it yeah, freezes yeah. your ovaries. Which was something no, it, that like, was. like hardens. She says, carbonation hardens your ovaries. Which like, are you using those, Mary? Do you need those? It's just such a, and so... I think Heather initially made a joke about it. She was being lighthearted. Yeah. Oh, Mary. And then Lisa, Because we saw this. This was on it. television. We saw it already. We also saw Mary on Watch What Happens Live and know that she is very defensive. She does not like no. being laughed at. She forgets she's on a... Re- this was the episode where I'm like, Mary truly does not care at all that she is on... She does... She's delusional about that she's on a reality show. As in, she does not play to the camera at all. No. She is not fun. No. She refuses to acknowledge the truth if you bring it up with her. Right. I mean, she's not a fun time. No, she's kind of I do kind not of enjoy worst. this. Yes. Um, I did not enjoy this limo ride. I mean, I know that Heather's like, I kind of like am thrilled that Mary's coming for Lisa. Initially, I was like, oh yeah, that is kind of thrilling. But then it got really old really fast. And it was clearly uncomfortable for everyone there. Well, because all Lisa offhandedly said was, I'm going to have to Google that. Mm-hmm. Mary. Mary snapped. Mary Don't says because she's black. Yeah. Are you going to Google it because I'm black? And I was like, that's a jump. That's, yeah, that's quite an assumption we're making. And Lisa was like, if you say that again, we're going to have to have another conversation, which again, give me that energy because mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. And then Jenny is on one. She's having a day. She's emotional. This felt out of character to me. And I, it felt very like she was encouraged to have an outburst at Mary. Yeah, I don't know. But Mary's reaction seemed very authentic. <laughs> And I did not like that. Yeah. Mary is not fun. I can't say this enough. No, Jenny says a swear word. And Mary's like, don't say that. Don't say that word. And I was like, I don't like a person who tells me what words I can use. Right. Just as a hey, Meg, I need you to know. I don't like when people tell me what words I can use. I, um, do you want my, me to tell my extended family to stop listening so that you can use no they don't talk to to me i see yeah no i'm fine with it they can have they can tell you do you know what i don't like people who pull practical jokes that aren't and then we have to witness it the whole thing's terrible tv um cool jokes moms hey hey you guys hey moms cool joke you you carried around on your back two full fursuits all day to play the dumbest practical joke they dress up as yetis, essentially, and start attacking the other housewives who are wearing designer to Soldier Hollow, which is pretty hilarious, and are knocking them all over. And it is so stale and unfunny and palpably awkward. 
It's not fun. It's not funny. It's very, very stupid. Also, these dummies are wearing full, all these dummies are wearing full snow gear and it's easily 60 degrees. It's March. We it's know warm. full well it's March. At it's this point. warm up there. They have, this is hose snow. Like they are needing to keep the run open. And so at night they're spraying. Yes. It's because like, there's grass visible in some You of the could shots. have been in a sweatsuit and a light jacket on that, on Soldier Hollow and been fine. Mm-hmm. Soldier Hollow does have good food, by the way. Oh, that's great. I know I'll go up. The food um, Mary refused to eat. I'll go up. Jen and Heather seem the most fun to hang out with this entire part. They do seem fun. They seem Jen, sincerely fun. I hate how fun she is. Heather seems fun too. Heather's I was like, always you guys seem fun. fun. You guys are yeah. fun. Yeah, I think Heather's the one. If I was in this group, there's not a doubt in my mind I would go to Heather. Heather's just happy to be there. She's just like pretty open and welcoming too, it seems like. Yeah. The rest of them are not that open. No. They're not into She's the anti-Meredith. Yeah, she. I would crave Meredith's approval, but I'd probably cling to Heather. Exactly. Then we get them yelling, tits, tits, all the way down a hill. Sure. It's no trout. Miss Trout. I just I hope really, they go fishing again. It honestly made me miss trout. Can you imagine, Meg, being your age? Okay. First of all, A, sledding with a group of girlfriends. That's a no for me. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, why are we doing this? Why don't we just skip to dinner? Let's just me? meet up for dinner. Let's, but you then know let's what? say you do it. Okay. And then you and your girlfriends, can you imagine yelling tits? No. 35 times flying down a hill. No. For me, it's also a no. No. And I love having fun. What happened to their adolescence? Did none of them have one? That's what I think. I think it's like. Yeah, I, this is 100% what I did in eighth grade. Yes. I thought that was thought a it was hilarious, hilarious joke hilarious. in eighth grade. Liked guys like Seth then. Just so funny. Had to get it out of your system. There's just something that bums me out about watching them do this now. Because I think you're too old for this. Arrested Not development. To, I hate the ageism, but I'm sorry. Well, there's a reason that Meredith wasn't doing it. Yeah, because Meredith has some class. Can dignity. I love jokes, you guys. I just don't think it's a funny joke. They have to be funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we get to dinner where sometimes Lisa is such a B-word. It's incredible again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, they get She and Angie are kind of having it out. Mm-hmm. And she, Angie's like, I've reached out. Well, I think Lisa has very rightly a, a freak out that I was like, I'm here with it. When she was like, I can't say anything without people jumping on my back. I can't even say I'm going to Google it without someone freaking out at me. And I was like, yeah, that's true. I saw that happen. And right. I also would have been a little pushed too far. And then Angie's like, well, I've been reaching out and you haven't said anything. And then Lisa says, unless you're saying sorry, we don't have anything to talk about. And I loved it. Yes. So mean. But good for you. But also good for also, you. Also, she talks about how she's getting so much. Well, it's weird because like she hasn't had the pushback yet, but they're framing it in a way to make it look like she doesn't support the gay community because this was an event to support the gay in circle, community. Yes, yeah. And that would be really tough to be set up not only to look like you had screwed your friend, but also that, that you don't support, especially when you're already on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake. Yeah. Like we're starting at negative. Tough. I agree. I'm with you. I think we know it happened to other people and they just stopped being on the show because they were like, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. That's the word around town, you guys. Um, I did think it was interesting we hear from Lisa that her grandpa was gay. No idea. 
Yeah. Interesting. Would love to know more about yeah, that. I, I hope she shares more about um, that. Um, but I agree with her that it's not just like, oh, I lied to a friend or it, it does make you seem like you don't support an entire community. Yeah. Like you wanted to sabotage an event to raise money for an entire like community that needs a lot of support, especially in Utah. Yeah, absolutely. So I get why she's especially sensitive about it. I'm also kind of the like, I don't care about Catergate. I actually would like Lisa and Angie to be friends because I think they could be fun together. I think that Angie is doing an amazing audition for season three. I think she is too. I do think I do think that she and Lisa could be fun together. Yeah. So it does kind of bum me out that she's like Well, they like made up. But we all know they didn't make up. But who among these women are actually friends? Yeah, I don't know. Because Lisa also gets mad. Like, why aren't Meredith or Jen saying anything while I'm getting attacked? But I was like, why do you need them to say anything? You're definitely handling your own here. Right. Like, absolutely, you had that handled. Why do you, as a grown woman, need your friends to step in Is here? I don't get it. Or what? But do you just seem like they obviously support you? Yeah. I don't know. I don't get that either. But then what I also don't get is Whitney then has a confessional where she was like, if I ever needed someone to confess to a crime, I would bring Lisa because she just talks so much that eventually you're just going to be like, sure, whatever, which Whitney's not wrong. But then Lisa, but then she also says she refers to Lisa as that. Mm. And I'm like, wow, two weeks ago, Whitney, against my better judgment, I very much had your back that it was rude of Lisa to call you this or that. And Mm -hmm. then you just did the same thing. Mm -hmm. But can they not be the bigger person to be on this show? They can't, right? Absolutely not. Do you want like reasonable people here forgiving people who don't hold grudges? No. I like Meredith and she seems to have been doing that. I mean, it will come back. It's going to come back. Huh? Yeah, it's absolutely coming back. Oh, man. That's too bad. No, it's the best. Sometimes I do like a little progress. Like in the Real Housewives of Orange County, Vicky and Tamara were best friends. And then they had this huge falling out. And when they became friends again, it was incredible to watch. You know who I do think is making progress? Not as quickly as I would like, but Heather. Heather I think so too. generally seems way more fun this season and a lot happier. And like she's ready for her own storyline. Yeah, I agree. I would love to see Heather shine. I'd love to see Heather date. I think that would be fun. be so fun. Um, uh, they're doing it a little bit on... Beverly Hills with um whatever Sutton no mm-hmm. describe them she's black Garcelle Garcelle yeah and it's like show me more of this yeah. I'm into this it's fun I think that I think that what Garcelle has though is that self confidence and I think Heather's building it uh, yeah I think Heather needs like maybe another season before we're just ready to see her shine dude. The other day when I was on Whitney's Instagram, Rihanna is just casually leaving comments still. And I wish she'd stop doing it. Rihanna loves bad weather. She loves bad weather. That, if I was Lisa, I would feel so bad about myself. <laughs> Rihanna loves my enemies. Yeah. But That's whatever. Tough. That it is would be tough. tough. It would be tough. tough. Whatever. Jenny freaks out. She won't make eye contact with Mary. And Mary's like, if you're talking to me, look at me. And I was like, you're not stable. So no one wants to make I wouldn't look at you because you'll probably shoot lasers out of your eyes. There is not a chance in this world that I could friend you confront said Mary. You'd send Jesus after me. I am not looking you in the eyes. Listen, I've never read the Bible, but I know enough about it to know that he can do some messed up stuff. <laughs> do you remember? It gets Do me. you remember it, that frogs <laughs> falling from the sky? Meg? Don't you remember crickets or whatever? The firstborn is dead? I don't want that energy. 
Every time she says it, I will send Jesus after you. So serious. She says it's so serious. It is. It's funnier every time. I agree. I absolutely agree. Because I started to notice the voice in fluctuation. And Jen's like, only thing I'm guilty of is. And then it kind of goes like, being amazing. And like goes. Mary's is, I will send Jesus after you. I will send Jesus after you. She's just stating a fact. It's not a tagline. Full Dune mom in it. Like, yeah. The voice. I will send Jesus after you. I believe it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Lisa then is like, I don't know why Jenny's sharing things with this group. They're all liars and selfish. But then I'm like, how do you become friends with people if you do not share about yourself? And that's the second I realized I'm not cut out for reality TV, Meg. Yes, you are. I don't think I am because I I can't not overshare. And then I would just hate myself. Oh, you mean to be on it? Yes. No, oh, I'm not cut oh, no. out for No, who it. is? I thought you meant to watch it. Jen Shaw. She was cut out for yeah, reality TV. Yeah, she was TV. born to be on this show. Unfortunately. She's diabolical. Anyway, we'll see what happened next week. I swear on my life, if they bring up Catergate one more time, I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. Knock on wood, we've heard nothing about hospital smell this year. So you guys... Cut it out with Catergate. Where I, I I would like to think that we're moving on from this. Do you think we'll see more Angie? Um Yeah, but I don't know how soon. Okay. I don't know if and I don't know. It sort of feels like Angie's arc has come to an end. Yeah. Especially because Whitney and Lisa are I'm putting quotes around friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I mean I th- could see Angie being places, but I don't see her having a story. Which I would be happy to have her at places because she was very fun at that birthday party. She's she good TV. She's a blast. She's she is a good time. Her, her outfits are dynamite. Yeah, would love it for that. Remember when she changed at her party? Wow. Did we talk about the woman who de- the listener who DM'd us to tell us that at a relative's wedding, Angie switched outfits from the ceremony to the reception. Yes, and I'm. Like that and is did, TV. refused to wear the colors they were all supposed to wear. <laughs> yeah. And that's TV I want. TV I want. Because you know what? Pretty harmless. Yeah. Oh, next week we get to meet Cameron, the billboard guy. Who's now deceased. I know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. I can't wait to see what happens because it's like Lisa's having a party, doesn't invite people. I don't know. I'm interested. I'm loving I'm it. here for it. Um, Bada bum bum bum. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. Don't hesitate to leave us a voice memo. I know that it's complicated. Every week, someone tells me how complicated it is. I'm sorry, I didn't build the system. If it's too complicated for you, shoot me an email. Meg at thebeehive.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you soon.